0: If you would like to know one of the secrets to changing your life, being happier, more confident and more successful, a secret that doesn't seem to get talked about very much, then this episode could have the answer for you. But be warned, once you hear what I will share with you, you can't unhear it. You won't be able to not hear this secret anymore as your mind will draw your attention to it everywhere you go as a reminder to act on what this episode is all about. So yes, this episode could trigger some controversy, a mindset reality shift, as well as challenge any beliefs you hold on to which form the basis of your reality. But remember, my truth doesn't have to be your truth. But feel free to let me know your thoughts on this episode by contacting me through the show notes or through any available comment sections on the app or website you are using. Hi, this is Paul Shepard, and welcome to the Mindset Change Podcast, where changing your mindset can transform your life in ways you can't imagine. This episode is all about a little-known secret that doesn't get talked about enough, which shapes how we experience reality and what you can do to work within it. Brace yourself, we are diving right in. If you have not already, please subscribe so you don't miss another episode and If you have not entered the competition to work with me and you'd love to work with me, then please listen to the 10-minute feel-good meditation for more details. It's such a good meditation. You can't miss that. I think it's fair to say, it's not quite a secret, that I love a reality shift. I love personal development. I love challenges to help me grow like I've never grown before. And this year has provided all of that in abundance. And well, I needed a little break. Still too much has been happening. It's been like a roller coaster. I feel like I've lived six months in just a space of three. So I needed a reset. I went away into the mountains to go skiing in the beautiful snow-covered Alps. And it was there that I was on a lovely long chairlift. I was on my own for a change, which is lovely. Just sat pondering the mysteries of life as you do. And I was thinking about today's subject in a way which I had not really thought about before. A way that I'd not put across to clients or you in this way before. I think one thing about being in nature, having fun, being at peace and in flow states is how much inspiration and ideas rise up from the depths of the subconscious to present themselves. Yet we see fun like a bit of a luxury, don't we? Like it's frivolous, it's not even necessary. And yet listening to the most successful people on the planet, it's clear that they take their free time, their flow time, absolutely seriously. It's a non-negotiable. So besides skiing, I love running, I love walking, I love being in nature, I love paddleboarding. All of these activities take me into various flow states. If I'm doing this, changes something that is going on in my head, which shapes how I see and experience the world and reality. In other words, it changes my inner narrative. So let me make this even clearer. This episode is all about when you change your inner narrative, you change your mindset and you change your life. It's really simple, but I don't think we talk about it enough. You live your life through a narrative that's been conditioned into you. When I had anxiety... One part of what I struggled with was the unconscious inner narrative that became an automatic way of thinking. My inner narrative said I was unlovable, unlikable, that there was something wrong with me, I wasn't good enough, and I had to be hyper aware of the dangers that were around me. This narrative came from elements of parenting, schooling, and being bullied. I made a decision inside that this must be the way the world worked and this was my part to play in it. This formed how I interacted with people, usually, unfortunately, from an unconscious drama triangle role. If you'd like to know more about a drama triangle, I will go into it in another episode or you can Google it and go from there. It really is another mindset changer for sure. My inner narrative from all my experiences as a child created a lens for me to see the world through. These were my core beliefs and through my own confirmation bias and reticular activating system from them to be true. Our brains really do confirm our beliefs as true by filtering reality through them. No wonder I felt like life was against me so much. I had negative self-fulfilling prophecy after prophecy coming true for me and as positive stuff didn't fit my narrative very well it was not thought about and often discarded while I focused on negatives which confirmed my narrative of being a victim not good enough and in danger which fed into my anxiety and made it much worse Just to go a little bit deeper with this into the science, when we are born, we do the best we can with the eyes that cannot see most of what is happening around us due to their limitations with processing light. The brain, which takes that light, turns it into something meaningful from memory. Our ears can't hear most of the sounds happening around us too, and our noses don't smell most of the scents around us either. Our senses are limited to what our bodies evolved to do. So we make sense of the world by giving it meaning. And a lot of that meaning we give it comes from narratives we formed throughout history. We evolved in very hostile environments. And to create safety, we created narratives on how the world worked. We created superstitions. We created gods. Rituals and stories about the stars, the sun, the moon and the earth to fulfill our desire to feel safe and to create certainty. These became narratives we passed down through generations. I love this quote by Joseph Campbell. Life is without meaning. You bring the meaning to it. The meaning of life is whatever you ascribe it to be. Being alive is the meaning. So let's think about you. When you were born, you formed beliefs and a narrative on how life works based on your experiences of growing up. The way your caregivers brought you up, cultural influences, religion, schooling, teachers, the media, family, friends, role models, politics, and more would have helped you create an inner narrative about you, reality, and how it works These form your core beliefs, and it's from here that your senses will process reality in a personal way that makes sense to you. We all have our own personal reality. And we're all quite good at demanding other people believe our version of reality too. This is how you can feel safe. You seek narratives which make you feel safer, even if a narrative isn't healthy. It might feel safer keeping it rather than changing it. And if a narrative isn't working, then you may seek out another narrative to subscribe to to feel safer. We all do that from time to time, especially when given new information, which puts into question a current narrative. Veganism is a good example here. So imagine someone who wasn't vegan, happily going along, and then they start to get new information which taps into their values. They don't like the mistreatment of animals or they may see eating meat as unhealthy. This new information can trigger a whole new narrative around eating meat, preferring plants and therefore the vegan narrative is born. When you're walking down the road, you may be consciously or unconsciously have a narrative about what you're drawn to seeing to reinforce feeling safer in your reality. It's a way of holding on. There's a dog, there's a man, that car looks nice. I hope that seagull doesn't poop on me. It's the size of a bloody small dog. What did I have for dinner today? What will I have for dinner today? I wonder what Mark thought of me when I said that today. Did I sound stupid? Why can't I be confident like everyone else? And these conversations, this narrative goes on and on. There's a bit of controversy and here it is. This podcast, coaching, therapy, self-help books, YouTube videos, spiritual gurus, spirituality, religion, politics, philosophy, cults or changing your diet to suit a moral value are all options to create a new narrative which you feel safer believing and acting upon. Now, there may be little or no evidence your narrative is based in reality, but you may choose to have faith in it anyway. Think about religion. Now, there's no evidence for the existence of God that I'm aware of anyway, but narratives are created around faith to interpret the world through that narrative Now, I'm not saying that God doesn't exist. I wouldn't know. But what I am saying is that the narrative around it is man-made to suit and soothe our desire to feel safe. I believe if there is a God or a spiritual entity, if they existed, it probably would sit outside the rules we make up as a narrative around that deity. When you don't feel safe, you seek a new narrative to feel safer i'll keep saying that because it will help you look at your own stories the conversations you're having with yourself what you're latching on to now i did that with religion growing up i changed to being spiritual as it suited my new narrative and then years later moved on from those beliefs when i felt that they were dangerous for me i was too attached to them and I realized what I was believing was probably just a story, and I didn't have a clue if there was any truth in it or not. You can see today how narratives can be twisted to suit. Look at politics, Brexit, Covid, vaccines, Russia. Brexit for me was a big act of self-harm. Sorry, Brexiters, but that's my personal narrative. No one really cared about it, until the media created a negative emotional narrative for us to focus on and suddenly we were caring about it one way or another. The media is a huge influence on our narratives and it's something to be very wary of. So how do we change our narratives? Well, one thing to do is stop exposing yourself to narratives which can poison and be toxic towards your mind. Social media, the media, what films, what movies, what magazines, anything that you read that contains information from an agenda to drag you in and get you emotionally involved will have an impact on your narrative. So as a coach... I encourage new narratives. That's my job, to help you discover new narratives inside yourself to help you shape and react and interact with the world in a healthier way. We have a look at the narratives which are not working. We go into the past. We may reframe your past. We may look at a traumatic event and change the way that you see and feel about it. Or we may change the way you see and feel about your future. All of that, is a change in your narrative. I think the best ways to change any type of inner narrative is to be exposed to new information, new perspectives, challenges and ways of working with the body can help change the way that you think and feel. But also, just as a little side note, I have to briefly mention that your gut microbiome being off, the way that you breathe or being dehydrated, ill, hungover, or stressed can also change how your narrative forms. And to twist it a little bit further, your narrative can also change your body physiology. Did you know that just simply labeling fear when you're experiencing it as this is just fear can also reduce its impact? It's amazing what a few words can actually do. I think a very good example of how our inner narrative can affect our physiology is an experiment by Alia J. Crum, a clinical psychologist at Columbia Business School in New York. They wanted to know if you would feel physically satisfied as measured by the gut peptide ghrelin, depending on the mindset in which one approaches consumption of food. So on two separate occasions, participants consumed a 380 calorie milkshake under the pretense that it was either a 600 calorie indulgent shake or a 140 calorie sensible shake. So the mindset of indulgence produced a dramatically steeper decline in ghrelin after consuming the shake, whereas the mindset of sensibility produced a relatively flat ghrelin response. In other words, the people who had the indulgent shake felt and had the physiology of being satisfied, whereas people who consumed a sensible shake didn't feel satisfied. And yet, it was the same shake. It's amazing what our mindsets and narratives can do to our physiology and experience of food. So the placebo effect famously can, from our narrative and beliefs, heal us. And that's even the case if we know the tablet is a placebo, there are studies that show we can show signs of healing despite knowing something has nothing in it that can actually heal us. How bizarre is that? I think the funny one is that wine will taste better in bottles of more expensive labels than cheap labels, even if it's the same wine. <laughs> we are bizarre creatures. It's the same for stress. Our view of stress as good, bad or neutral will determine how our body reacts. So learning to change your narrative has a powerful impact on your body as well as your reality. Asking questions about your beliefs is one way to change your narratives. My victim narrative was challenged a lot with compassion but firmness. I had to take responsibility somewhere and step out of that drama triangle. And it took a new narrative of being the empowered creator of my life to do so. We can all fall at times into victim mode. So let's not shame ourselves for that. But we can also become aware of it, name it and choose to be the creator of something new. This is why therapy and coaching are extremely powerful tools for changing narratives as they are there to encourage a new narrative to form, whether you realize it or not. This podcast and its meditations do exactly the same thing. And if you stick to them and you do them on a regular basis, your inner narrative will begin to change automatically. So the message is to start becoming aware of what you are saying to yourself. This is the big secret. We kind of talk about it, but we don't talk about it enough. That everything you do is about trying to find a narrative that suits. Become aware of what you're saying to yourself. Note your beliefs, thoughts and feelings in a journal, which I promise you can help unlock what's going on in your mind and with guidance help you form more helpful narratives about life and And what will work for you when you change your narrative from being critical, fearful, angry and the victim to something more truthful about you, more inspiring, more grateful, encouraging and hopeful. Your experience of the world changes with you too. to confirm your new beliefs. You're tapping into your confirmation bias. Do use meditations to facilitate that or get in touch for some coaching. There are a small number of places beginning to open up. If you fancy having a chat about taking one of them, do get in contact. So the secret to life is all about your narrative. Be interesting to see what you think about that. Get in contact if you have any comments. I'm going to be interviewing soon Sam Higgins, CEO of New Mind Wellness, wonderful ethical brand I would highly recommend for their stress support formula supplements. If you're struggling with stress, anxiety, or want to maintain a healthy mind and body and increase resilience, then these supplements are specifically for you. I'm obsessed with them. They contain one tiny sachet, one. That contains 23 ingredients, which includes all your vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, ancient herbs and flower remedies. These do include the top essentials I recommend to clients, which include ashwagandha, magnesium glycinate and L-theanine. And if you fancy taking advantage of a 20% discount, then use Paul20 in the checkout box. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for supporting the show and joining me for this special secret episode. Uh, Please share with anyone you think would benefit from some mindset change. If you leave a review, add what you'd like me to cover in an episode, send a screenshot if you want to enter into the competition, find out more details about that in the feel-good meditation I did recently. And of course, it would always be good to hear from you. Have an amazing day.